Welcome to the Homegrown Remix Podcast. We will be tackling the tough questions that eat at your faith. Throughout the year, four students will dissect, discuss, and comment on each week's topic. And now, please welcome our host and president of Crossroads Farm, Doug Rutledge. Hello, and welcome to another week on the Homegrown Remix Podcast. I am your host, Braden Van Dyke, and I am a volunteer coach here at Crossroads. And tonight we have four amazing students who are going to introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Lynn Claybaugh. I go to Reading High School, and I'm a junior. Hey, I'm Dakota Gilbert. I'm homeschooled, and I'm a junior. I'm Emmy Ambrose. I go to Freedom Christian, and I am also a junior. I am Justice Wheaton, and I am a senior at Quincy High School. Well, tonight the talk was about David, the same David that we talked about a little bit a bit ago with David and Goliath, but it's a little bit of a different story. It's about um, guarding our hearts, and the truth that we um, discussed was protecting our purity. So David, at the end of his life, ran into some bad decisions. I want to start start there. What is some of the worst decisions you guys have made in your life? So once when I was a kid, I wanted to create my own like campfire, but we didn't have a fire pit at my house. So I poured gasoline on our driveway and I <laughs> yes. lit it up and it just like went up in like a spiral of, of flame. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm never going to do that again. So that was one of the worst decisions I've ever made. I mean, I have one, but it's more of me being a terrible toddler. Ma, um, so I wanted cereal. My mom told me. I couldn't have cereal in that moment. So I decided that I would get my own cereal. So I got cereal, I got the milk, and I got the bowl. And I went in my parents' room. I went under their covers because I didn't want to get caught. So I dumped the cereal in the bowl, and I dumped the whole gallon of milk all over my parents' mattress. Um, When I was younger, my mom had just gotten out of surgery for her wrist, and she was talking about how she wanted to cut my bangs. So I'm like, I'll do it for her and make her life easier. So I cut my bangs, and then I just decided to continue cutting my whole head how I had cut my bangs, but I couldn't finish because she caught me. So when she woke up, she saw me with half a bowl cut and half long hair. <laughs> Picture of you with short hair. Super cute. Say mine was probably earlier this year first snow we had saying i can jump that ditch yeah that did not go too well for that snowmobile <laughs> um i'd have to say when i was a little kid disobeying my grandma because you know she found out what ping pong paddles were so david's problems and his bad decisions started with laziness what are some things that like you're lazy about or talk to me about laziness in your life um, at my house, I will refuse to do anything and everything if I do not have to. Um, and I will nap as long as you will let me. Like, I, will not, I won't wake up all day. What are some of those responsibilities you're pushing away? Uh, taking care of animals, cleaning the house, even, like, having to make myself food. Mm, I'm like, I want to nap instead. One thing I'm really lazy, lazy about is doing my laundry. Mm. There's piles and piles of just clothes and then sometimes i'm like i have no clothes to wear i'm like weirdly lazy about flipping my laundry currently as we speak right now i have like laundry in the washer that i didn't flip into the dryer and i don't know why i do this every single time but i never flip the laundry or i'll put it in a laundry basket and i'm just way too lazy to fold it and put it in my dresser so i just wear it out of my laundry basket until there's none left in there 
That's because laundry is a multiple step process. You have to put all your dirty clothes in one basket, then you have to put it in the washer, then you have to switch to dryer, then you have to put it in the hamper, and you have to fold it, and then you have to put it away. It's 2022. Like, I thought we would have like a washer dryer combo machine by now. They what make did you those. think? What? Mind <laughs> <laughs> blown. Wow. They have them in like tiny homes. So I procrastinate really bad with like schoolwork. Like I think at one point I had two or three essays that were past due, and yeah. I work on a family farm. <laughs> there is no such thing as boredom. Callie, Shadow, why don't you? Why are you <laughs> Corral it. Another thing that happened was that's a great thing to bring up is boredom. So, what is your favorite thing to do when you're bored? Is it Netflix? Is it clearly not laundry? What do we got? Well, you see, I like to get the popcorn out and I start watching Netflix and then I take a nap while I'm not watching Netflix. What are you watching right now on Netflix? Oh, I watched Home Team. That's a good one with Kevin James. Yeah. I will make food. And then watch Netflix and then fall asleep. It's like a whole routine. I tend to go to the kitchen and just like look everywhere for food, but never find something that I actually want to eat. And then I go turn on Friends and then just watch that for the next 10 hours. I'm kind of the same, but instead of watching Friends, I go work in my truck. So not only did laziness and boredom get David in trouble, the next thing that got him in trouble was curiosity. And has curiosity ever gotten you guys into trouble? Did you realize that the more curious you got, the more uh, danger you were in? I feel like as a kid, we all snoop to find our Christmas presents. Mm -hmm. And I already, obviously I snooped. Where was the location for your parents? Mine was their closet. It was always the closet. Yep. Mm -hmm. Or they yes. would be Under so bed, smart sometimes. to put it under the tree already wrapped. Like I couldn't mm -hmm. undo the tape. Like, I feel like that was, like, the simplest thing to do. But obviously, I snooped around, and then my mom ended up giving my sister my big gift no. for Christmas. And so, because she found out that I had no. found what? out what I had gotten. What was it? It was a really nice tablet. Like, she, oh. my sister got, like, a Walmart, like, $60 tablet. My sister got my nice, like, Samsung tablet, mm. and I, it broke my little See, heart. I snooped one that time hurts. for my Christmas presents, and... I wasn't even looking for him. I, was, I don't know what I was looking for. And my parents put him in the basement. And I found him. And then Santa gave him to me. And yeah, mm. disappointment. Okay, so our next question is, do you think David was a hero or a villain? Because in one part of the Bible, he's a man after God's own heart, slaying giants. And then now he's falling from grace. I'd say he's a normal human being, not a hero or a villain, because people make mistakes. <laughs> human all too I would have human. to agree, like, he's human, because, like, at the beginning he was, like, a hero, but then he went into those evil ways, but then at the end he realized he was doing it wrong, doing something wrong, and came to it. If I had to put him to, like, something, like, like fictional, I would say, like, Jekyll and Hyde. Like, one second he's good, and one second he's bad, and you just want to, like, hate him. So, the big sin that made David the kind of villain at the end of his life was sexual immorality. Why do you think the Bible warns us not to have sex before marriage so often? I think 
God intends it to be between a married couple because it takes a lot of maturity. And when you're younger and like not married, you don't have that maturity to handle it like an adult yet. And yeah, I feel like because it's just like a difficult question because like, yeah, but I feel like it's because there's so much intimacy to it. And you also like you have to be mature and like I feel like you should have like that godly relationship and all like your morals and what is it called like not morals but like like kind of like a rules of your boundaries set up already that like it's important to have that bait like that rock in between your guys's relationship before anything happens yeah and like luke was saying like you don't want to ruin anybody's like life from like having it too early and like so, like, I feel like Luke was right about, like, if you have it too early, you could ruin somebody's life, and it's like, you don't want to do that, so just wait, and it probably won't hurt you, I'm guessing. I also think God wants it for you to be with the right person, and, like, if you wait until you're married, you got married to them, so obviously you'll know that's the right person for you, and that's what God wants for you. But when you're younger, like, you can't be entirely sure that you're going to marry that person someday. I have to agree with everybody else. God designed it to be a specially intimate thing between you and somebody special, not between you and everybody, anybody you want. So the Bible talks about how the only thing that's left in the world is lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and pride of life. And I think David kind of fell into all three of those and just it really spun his life into kind of a not great situation but we want to talk we want to finish by talking about just a few statements that Luke talked about in his talk the first one is that while you're sinning there is nothing more annoying than the integrity of other people what do you think that means and how have you seen that in your life I feel mean? like it's because they're doing the right thing while you're not and you're like well why are they doing that and you're doing the wrong thing over here so I feel like it's more of you're jealous of them doing the right thing. Jealous. Jealousy is definitely something, maybe conviction too, because it like only highlights you knowing that you're doing the wrong. So in the story, to kind of give light to that question is, David's actively sinning, right? And Uriah, who's actually the husband of Bathsheba, is doing the right thing, going to war, fighting for King David, not sleeping with his own wife because he can't you know his moral code his integrity wouldn't let him do that and so that was really annoying to david so like that's where that statement comes from so the next statement we have is you're not born into obedience you have to choose it what does that mean well it kind of goes along with expression you're born into a sinful world i mean that's just your nature as is you have to choose to do the right thing doing the wrong thing can come easy at times and just gotta have that perseverance to be able to do the right thing yeah i think it's kind of like the same idea of like how some people can be born into like the farm life and they can still choose to live in the city or just like simple things like that like your 
future isn't set in stone just because of what your family was born into. With everything in life, there's a decision that has to be made. And, like, you can either choose to obey God and what his plan for you is, or you can choose not to. And one not to may seem more pleasing to you. So it's harder to choose to be obedient, but it's a choice that you have to make. You're not, like, naturally born the most obedient person ever. Yeah, like, I'd say there's always a right answer, but then there's always a wrong answer. And I feel like there's a lot of temptation a lot of the time to choose a wrong answer because it's the easy path. Or, But, like, we have to choose the path that God isn't always going to have the road paved out for us. Sometimes we're going to have to go and make our own road because that's what he wants us to do and not fall in the footsteps of others, but fall in the footsteps of him. Yeah, those are such good answers. It's, I mean, yeah, you guys are right. Like, sin is our standard operating procedures, our modus operandi, and uh, we have to choose not to. So our last statement is, your sin doesn't just hurt you, it hurts everybody around you. What does that mean, and what does it look like? I mean, I feel like that's kind of like, well, like, what. This brings me to a weird spot, but like with bombings, you're like, well, I want to blow this place up because I don't like it. Well, it doesn't only just affect you. It affects everyone else, not just, yeah. I agree. I mean, it's one of those things where, say, you go out, you get drunk, and then you get in the vehicle, and you start driving, and you run over. I mean, you kill somebody with hitting them. Mm. You're the one that committed the sin in the first place, and then that family has to deal with the loss of a loved one. Yeah, like, the decisions you make, they're going to hurt somebody around you, and you don't know it because you're not paying attention. You're only worried about yourself. So you just have to think about others before you put yourself. I would have to agree with everyone else. Like, sometimes, like, the things you do, you don't think about it affecting other people, but no matter what you do, it always affects someone else. Like, if you decide to go take the shower before your little sister, your little sister is affected because you took the first shower. Like, it's just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, with you sin, obviously that's going to affect negatively on other people too. And we're very selfish in that way as just people. Yeah, I think one good, like, reference that is very relevant in our society today Um which, like, isn't, like, the easiest thing to talk about, but, like, with suicide, people can say, well, no one else cares about me, it's only affecting me, when in reality it affects their family, their friends' families, their friends, any person that they have ever met. It'll affect them, but they don't think about that because they're too worried about themselves. One of the best and easiest ways I have to describe it, and it's one that probably happens the most, so I go out and tell somebody a lie tomorrow that, that could mean a business deal or something like that. And then a couple weeks down the road, a couple days down the road even, they find out that I lied to them. That just messed up their whole plans. While me, I'm trying, I'm able to get away with it for a little bit until people catch on. Oh, hey, this guy's a liar. He's not worth dealing with.
Well, this has been a really great conversation about avoiding bad decisions during the slow, slippery slope towards them. Um, you know, watching our laziness, being more careful about boredom and curiosity and those things that can wind us into bad decisions. Well, before we leave, we have a big event in five days. What is it? Winter, Winter retreat. retreat. All right. So I want to hear from each of you guys your favorite story from your time at winter retreats hands down it would probably be last year thing i think it was six people on a tube going down the hill five didn't work had a sick of an even number we're going yeah, for like, 10 this year mm -hmm. maybe a dozen i'm gonna be a part of that yes um, you are i'd say going to do dodgeball just because it's a blast and you know kids don't pay attention sometimes you know mm -hmm. oh yeah i agree with landon i've only been to one winter retreat but the thing that stuck out with me is definitely the dodgeball, the glow-in-the-dark dodgeball. I definitely <laughs> love dodgeball. Um, last year I wasn't able to go tubing, so definitely dodgeball was a highlight. But I remember two years ago when we still did the polar bear plunge. Mm -hmm. um, afterwards, I had went to run into the sauna, and I, Winnie the Pooh, slid across the ice <laughs> at least 15 feet. Oh, did it a deer. Polar <laughs> was an awesome thing. It was. Well, winter retreat is a blast. There's dodgeball, as you guys mentioned. There's worship. There's zip lines. There's just time tubing, tubing, and bus rides, and a big game. Pretty decent food. <laughs> big game. And we are so excited for that. So we cannot wait for winter retreat. Woo! And an amazing speaker. True. Oh Always. yeah. Always, every single time. An amazing band. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Without fail, but well, you've been listening to another episode of the Homegrown Remix podcast, and we are out. <laughs> <laughs>